Hello and welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. I'm your host, Melissa, and today I have a super impactful lesson for all of my listeners, and it's a lesson that came up for me in the program that I'm doing with my mentor, but it's also a lesson that I had written about in my book about personal development. So when a lesson repeats itself, it's something that bears revisiting, and it's something that requires you to really look into it because something is saying that this lesson is still a lesson. So the lesson I'm talking about is ghosts. And I know you're probably thinking, okay, what does ghosts have to do with anything? Like, are we talking about like actual ghosts that you see on TV from like those ghost hunters show? And the answer is no. That's not the type of ghost I'm talking about. The ghosts that I'm referring to are people, places, or things that have been unresolved, whether it's attachments to a place, attachments to a memory, attachments to a person. It's something that prevents you from taking forward action in your life. And the reason why this is such an important lesson is because, again, we often find ourselves stuck or feeling like our everyday lives are mundane or feeling like we have this plan of action that we want and we're trying every way imaginable to execute it and we're getting nowhere. And we feel like for every step that we take forward, we take five steps back. So... What I want to talk about is how we can find resolution in these things and how we can look into our ghosts, stare them like dead in the eye and say, you're no longer welcome here. I want to start by reading the line that hit home for me. And it was something that I had thought of when I was thinking about my personal ghosts and I was thinking about all the things that were going on in my life at the time of writing my book. And at the same time that I was doing my book, I was actually helping someone on a collaborative effort for a book compilation that they were working on. And there was a lot of mixed energy in that particular group. There were new authors, there were veteran authors, and the person who was supposed to be responsible for publishing it was also experiencing some very like hardships of her own. And with the amount of pressure that was there and the lack of direction and the lack of forward motion, things started coming up for people. Triggers started coming up for people. Feelings of abandonment and lack of support started coming up for people. And these were their ghosts. These were things that had, you could tell that had come up for them in the past. And the energy in that group just became so flooded and it just became so stagnant from so many people being triggered by several different things that were affecting them. So when I was working on this project and trying to find my way through it and trying to support everybody as best as I can, 
I realized that we can't heal what is unresolved or unfinished. And I'll repeat that. We can't heal, as in we cannot heal what is unresolved or unfinished. And here's why at the time that statement was true, because yes, it needs a resolution, but here is where a lot of people fall into a trap. So I basically created a statement that was a little bit of a trap because as much as it's true that we cannot heal anything that's unresolved or unfinished, it's up to us to resolve that thing. So when I said this statement, I hadn't fully comprehended the lesson that I was trying to teach others because I was still in the middle of that lesson. I set a trap for myself because I was dependent on the other people or the other things on the other side of that attachment to work with me in finding a resolution, in finding or finishing the situation that had been left abandoned. And when you do that, when you rely on someone else or something outside yourself to resolve something that needs to be healed, you stay in that stagnant energy and you let that ghost take over your life. So my goal is to not only give you permission, but to tell you that it is safe for you to find your own resolution to the situation without the assistance or without depending on any external factors. I'll say that again because it's super important. You can heal your ghosts without any external factors, whether it be that person, whether it be that place or something or that memory. You can do the work to heal it on your own. And it is safe to do so. So I'm going to share with you a personal experience that I had with a ghost that stayed with me for seven years that I recently took action to resolve on my own. Now, my particular ghost was a person. And this person was somebody that I met right out of college. Um, It was at a time of my life where I was going out with my college classmates and I was going out to bars and clubs and everything, what have you. And one night I decided to go out with somebody who I'm no longer friends with, but at the time we were really good friends and we both had a bad day and we both decided to go to a bar. And as we're at the bar, she was starting to get tired, but I still didn't want to go home yet because I had a lot of stuff unresolved within myself and these group of guys came in and we both kind of said like the guys were cute but I wanted to stay and again she didn't so I made a deal with her 
And I told her that if I ordered one more drink, and in the time that it took me to finish that drink, they didn't come over, then we could leave for the day. And she took me up on that bet, especially because at the time I finished my drinks pretty quickly. So she knew we wouldn't be there much longer. So I received my drink from the bartender and pretty much as soon as my drink hit the bar, the guys came over to us. Needless to say, my friend was not happy because she realized now we kind of have to talk to these people. So the guys come over, we make conversation, they introduce themselves and the guy that I ended up meeting ended up being somebody that I would be on and off with for almost two years. And our connection was just, for me, it was a connection that I had never felt before. The person, like, just saw, I don't want to say saw through me, but they saw all of me. They saw the stuff that I refused to show everybody else. They saw the things that I hid from the outside world. They saw the nuances. They saw just everything about me. And there was nothing I could say or do that could hide from them. Because every time I tried to hide something, they saw right through it and they called me out. And it was so frustrating But at the same time, it was so liberating because here I am not being able to hide anything from this person. And sometimes you just, sometimes you just want to like step back from the outside world and you just don't want to be seen. You want to be left alone. You want to just be able to deal and process. But then you have this person who's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that because your way of processing is not necessarily healthy. And they know this about you. And it's irritating and it's frustrating. But at the same time, it's liberating because you know that that person has your best interests at heart. So we were on and off for, like I said, almost two years. And in the moments where we were off, we were so separated from each other emotionally. As much as as we had a really deep connection there were walls that we had put up and there were things that we wouldn't tell each other things that we wouldn't share things about our past that we refused to talk about we had ghosts we had ghosts in the time that we were together and when the relationship was over we became each other's ghosts. Now, I can't say to what degree I was his ghost, but I can tell you that he was a huge, huge ghost in my life. And for a long time, I felt like I needed him to resolve the issue. I needed him to resolve And make me understand the reasons why he walked away. It wasn't good enough for me to just kind of realize that I deserved better. Because I knew I deserved better. Of course I knew I deserved better. 
But I kept myself stagnant by relying on him to provide that external healing, relying on him to heal the situation for me rather than doing the work myself. And I became so dependent on that need that it literally stopped forward motion. It stopped forward motion in relationships. It stopped forward motion in the way I showed up in the world. I stopped being active on social media. I stopped chasing my dreams. I stopped working for promotions because everything that I did in my life, I wanted to celebrate with that person. And knowing that I couldn't celebrate with that person, I just didn't do anything that was worth celebrating. I didn't want to do anything that was a huge accomplishment, knowing that I didn't have somebody at the other end to celebrate those accomplishments with. I mean, yeah, I had my friends, but it's one thing when you tell your friends something, and it's another when you feel that comfort and that sensation of somebody else. So all those experiences that I should have had, I kept myself from having. Odd thing that we do to ourselves, isn't it? When I did this program this week and the question came up again as to what ghosts you have, my mentor didn't exactly ask it in that sense. What she really asked was questions surrounding what would happen if you actually achieved your goals. So one of the questions that she asked us was, who would be most shocked if you succeeded with your goal? Um, She also asked questions about what criticisms and judgments do you fear, um, potential negative consequences, And then she asked us to really work on acknowledging and releasing our ghosts. Um, So in this particular instance, it's about people from our pasts, right? Are there any people in your past that want to see you fail? Are there any people in your past knowing or who know that they've held you back in some way? Everything is energy. So if you have the energy of somebody in your past who wants to see you fail somewhere in your subconscious you know this and so it's gonna end up becoming almost like a paranoia of well if I fail this person is gonna know it and this person is gonna say something and then I'm not gonna feel worthy in any way so we're gonna take a short break And when we come back from this break, I'm going to finish answering these questions on how you can truly start to release these ghosts from your life and tell them no more and really look them in the eye and say, I release you. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back to finish talking about our ghosts. Welcome back to the Motivation Burrito this week's episode is about ghosts, and before our short, our short break, I was talking about how we can start working on releasing our ghosts, and how the question was brought up to me about who in our past, or who in my past, would love to see me fail, 
who in my past holds judgments and criticisms and opinions. Um, and, you know, questions like that. And it's it got me thinking again about all the people, like I said, when somebody asks you, you know, how would you feel if you accomplished a certain thing and you're looking in your future, you start to think about all the people in your past. Like for me, if my podcast were to become successful and all of a sudden I had sponsors and I had huge celebrity guests that I was interviewing and high-end motivational speakers, you know, as guests on my podcast. If I were to be successful to that degree, who in my life would be supportive and who in my life would be critical, like critical? And these were things that I had to think about. And when I started to think about this question, it brought up again, that person that I wanted to celebrate with. And I realized that Again, I had been holding on, not to this person anymore, but to the idea that things were not worth having if you didn't have somebody to celebrate them with. So the bigger picture of that ghost that I had was not so much tied to him, it was tied to the to the idea that if I didn't have anybody in my life to celebrate an accomplishment with, it was not worth having. And that's a huge ghost to have lingering over you. Here's what these things do to you. When you have a thought like this, when you have an idea or a person like this, it's a distraction. Your mind thinks of a million and one different excuses to not do the things you need to do. It starts to think of reasons and ideas and ways that everything could go wrong. And you stay stuck because you're so afraid to make a step forward because you fear the failure more than you fear the success. And if that doesn't make sense to you think about it carefully because there are some people who fear the success because when you're successful people start to get jealous and when people get jealous you lose people in your social circle because all of a sudden you're doing something and you're taking off but they realize that they're still stuck because they have their own ghosts so people fear the failure more than they feel there more than they fear the success but for some the opposite is true some people fear the success more than they fear the failure and again these are all things that we have to deal with on our own and we have to look inward and decipher what exactly is the ghost that remains i am giving you permission to do all of that without needing external validation because the right people will always stay in your corner. I started to realize that the more I let the idea of needing to celebrate my achievements 
stay with me, the more I was hurting myself because I didn't want to achieve anything. I stopped working to achieve things. And I kept myself in a place where everything I did was just the bare minimum. And it's almost like I didn't go above and beyond because I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be successful. And I also didn't want to fail. So I had multiple ghosts looming over me. Another ghost that came up for me was my fourth grade teacher that I had mentioned in the last episode who was the bully because that person represented the idea of the failure. And again, I needed to give myself permission to resolve that, knowing that, one, I was probably never going to see this person again because I lived in Queens at the time and I now live in a different part of New York. So our paths crossing is highly unlikely. And even if our paths did cross, the chances of her remembering would be very slim. The chances of her apologizing would be even slimmer. So these were things that I had to accept on my own, and I had to take my voice back. And I had to be willing to celebrate my achievements on my own. And I had to be willing to accept that the person that was keeping me from going forward was me. So it's a lot. The one thing I will say is that there's always going to be a ghost. But if you really want another perspective, and if you really want to like blow your own mind with this idea, think about the fact that you are a ghost to someone else. Right? Isn't that mind-blowing? Just think about the impact that you may have had on a person, whether it was back in high school or in college or now. Think about a person who admires you, who values your opinion, who respects you to a degree where they have a fear of disappointing you or they have a fear of losing you because you might be jealous of an accomplishment that they had. Or think about the fact that somebody fell in love with you to that degree and you rejected them. And, you know, you may have thought that the reasons that you gave them were valid but in their eyes, they still have unresolved feelings or they still have something there, a piece of them there that seeks your validation or your approval or your attention. So when you walk through this lesson of trying to heal your own story, 
just remember that there's somebody else out there trying to do the same thing. They're trying to heal their story without you. They're trying to move forward in their life without you. We are all so connected in the grand scheme of things that we never realize who we are truly impacting. And so for me, the work is not only healing the ghosts within myself and the ghosts that I have, but it's putting out the energy of allowing somebody else to heal themselves. It's putting out the energy of apologizing for anything that I may have done that I did not realize that I did or anything that was unintentional. And I totally wish that I had the forgiveness mantra that my mentor gave me because it was absolutely perfect because it was, again, asking for forgiveness, but also asking for that, you know, for other people to forgive you energetically for something that you may not, for something that you may or may not have done intentionally. And if I do find it, I will probably either share with you in the next episode or share it on social media and attach the link to it. But one way or another, I will find a way to share this with you on the next episode. Give yourself time and space to acknowledge your ghosts. Give yourself time and space to heal it without that other part of the ghost, whether it's, again, a person, place, or thing. Give yourself time and space to accept that you may have been someone else's ghost. And while it may take some time, know that once you do all of that, doors will reopen. Whether it's an old door that you thought was a missed opportunity or whether it's a new door that presents a whole new thing for you, they will open and you will start to move forward in ways you probably never dreamed of. Because I'll tell you for a fact, I didn't think I would be sitting here twice a week coming up with lesson after lesson and sharing my experiences with people on such a deep level and sharing so much about myself, but also providing words of wisdom that I wish people had provided me when I was going through these things. It can happen. It does happen. So hopefully you guys start to realize all the ways that these little things that linger, these little thoughts in your head that keep you from moving forward can be reframed, can be eliminated. Some of them can really just be eliminated. Like when I realized that I was holding myself back and that I created this absolute need to celebrate these things with somebody, I let that go. Because why should I depend on somebody else to determine my level of success? Why should I depend on somebody else to celebrate something with me when 
me having the 20 seconds of courage to do that thing is enough. If every single day I can say to myself, Melissa, you did that thing. That's all I need. I don't need somebody else to say, oh my God, yay, you did that thing. Because I am my own cheerleader. So while part of it was about the person, most of it was about the idea. And it was an idea that I was able to eliminate. And the more I eliminated the need for it, the more I received people celebrating with me. And I'll repeat that one too. The more I eliminated the need for it, the more I received people who were willing to celebrate with me. And that's all I have for you guys today. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I really hope that it provided you with insight on things that you could do to start moving forward. Take 20 seconds, look at that ghost in the face and say, you're not welcome here anymore. And I really, really, really hope that you find success and happiness. And I can't wait to see what the future holds when you finally let go of those ghosts. And I will see you guys all again on Friday for our next episode of The Motivation Burrito. Have a great day, everyone.